back to the Midday Grind with Martin and Marlo on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Sound feet on polished floor and in the dollar store the clerk is closing up and counting loonies trying not to say I hate Winnipeg. You have to for game day song for the series. It worked last week. It did. Yep. It didn't work on Monday. I played this. Going to break but it on Monday. Only works when they play road games. Yeah. Maybe it only, only works when they yes. Coming in back Winnipeg. from break, not going to break. No, Maybe that was no, my mistake. Two and zero oh when they were yeah. playing in Winnipeg. Yeah. Uh, we hate those Winnipeg. We do hate them for a couple and more days. Game five tonight, seven thirty. The start. I was checking. Hey, chief, you're going to stick with Binner and Gold? That's another one we always ask. It's like, yes, he's chief, the goalie. Do you have any <laughs> lineup changes that will actually matter? I think ask him that? that and just see what he. What he says. Coach, how can you play Sammy Blay? I'm pretty sure he's back in San Antonio. <laughs> I <was> or, or <laughs> just cut him off when he starts explaining, like, yeah, on the fourth line, we're going to put McKay. Oh, we don't care. We don't care. Any ones that matter. We'll short score tonight. That's all I really want to know. <laughs> I was checking flights to Winnipeg for potentially tonight, earlier in the week. Very expensive. Obviously nothing direct. And one of the return trips, and obviously it was, it was the worst one. It was the least expensive was 15 hours of travel and two layovers. Oh, where? Might as well just hours. drive it. The back. drive is 15. That's what I'm six. saying. You might be going on Monday, pal. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I've never been to Winnipeg. I like going to places I've never been, so I'm in. Can I ask a question that, that goes back to last hour? Ask a question. Um, I'm just wondering when discussing questions to coaches, do you remember what you asked Tony when you pulled him off the couch and he was in extreme pain because of the shingles? <laughs> you know what? I'm was it a good question think, or was what, it like, so okay. that Albert's pretty good? So huh? what do you no. think of the game? Coach? <laughs> why, did, no. why did you? Because here's why. There had to be a reason that <laughs> yes. you had to hear from him. Like he got kicked sure, out or something. I think what it was, to be honest, was we were doing a feature on Chris Duncan, who at the time had just come back to be a radio host. And with that relationship with the family, I'm pretty sure that story was going to run. Maybe it was a sweeps piece, and it had to run on Monday, Tuesday, and the Cardinals were going out of town, and we needed Tony. I wouldn't have asked him with his shingles and his and his towel on his face in pain unless we really needed it. Um, not to be corrector, guys. So, Chris Carpenter, good start, huh? <laughs> Tony, good ball game today. They lost 8-2. to two. <laughs> By the way, we taped our latest Tony Talk episode for scoopswithdannymack.com. And in the middle of the interview, he goes, uh, you know what, Dan? And I was he like, and then he stopped, and he goes, uh, who am I doing this with? Did he really <laughs> say that? Yes. And I, <laughs> it's worth listening just for that part. And I didn't know at that point if he was kind of just messing with me or if he was having a true senior moment. And I said, it's uh, it's Martin here. And he goes, yeah, no, I, I knew that. It's just, uh, <laughs> and I said, well, we could probably edit that out. And he said, Oh, that's, uh, Dan's asked me to mention his name a little more, so that, there it is or something. <laughs> I, was, I think he honestly forgot who he was talking to. But the other part I loved, he calls me, and I said, you got to be on a landline. And he said, yeah, that's fine. And I said, where are you? And he said, do you want to know where I am? And I said, well, yeah, I just asked. And he said, I'm in the Yankees clubhouse. I go, what? He goes, I walked in. I said, they had a landline. He's walked in the Brian Cannon's office. He's in the Yankees office clubhouse <laughs> on a landline. There's some great stories in there. He talks about the Rick Ankeel comeback. Questions from the fans include his relationship with Dusty Ask Baker. Ask him about the time Charlie forced Next him off the Next week, I will. And we'll talk shingles. The problem is I'll bring up a topic, and I think, 
Somebody asked an email about sabermetrics versus using your gut later in his career. The numbers were probably, and it's true. He said we could do a whole show on that, which is true. Dusty Baker, they were teammates in Atlanta. I didn't know Tony was on the Braves when Hank Aaron was there. Oh, that's cool. There's a million stories, and I asked about Yelich, what do you do? And he tells these stories about he would tell his guys, compete, compete, compete. And then they'd have a pitcher's meeting and say, all right, we're going to work around this guy. And Matt Morris like, I thought you told us to compete. I thought you told us to go after guys. <laughs> anyway, yeah. you can find it at scoopswithdannymack.com. And the thing with the shingles deal was you felt bad for him, but let's be honest, it was also kind of funny. Oh. You know what I'm saying? No, come on. Kind of no, funny. Listen, That's a painful man, no, I, virus. I okay, stop. First of all, he's 60 plus I'm years a good old. Person. You're we not. all love Tony La Russa. He's a great guy. He has a great sense of humor. Yeah. So you felt bad for him, but it's also this malady that usually the kids get after the chicken pox. It was just kind of a no. It the, was an the, awkward. I think it was hard to situation. watch. The older you are, the worse it is. I th- I I, I, I love Chuck. Chuck's my guy. I don't think there's anything about it that was funny. I really don't. Okay, but when Tony LaRusso is going up for Tony TV after the game, and he's trying to describe his pitching change in the fifth his with his shingles sideways. breakout, it's just kind of a an odd scene. It was an odd. That's scene. all I'm I don't saying. think it was funny. It was it was strange. It was five percent wi- funny. It was. I'm sticking by that. Strange to Next witness. Topic. It did lead to one of my favorite. Cardinal moments when Kyle Loesch pretended to be Tony that was hilarious. The field. That was funny. The Loesch legacy because he <laughs> dressed up like Tony with the glasses <laughs> was even stronger. And the umpires were telling him how like he usually acts at home plate. By the way, uh, Uncle Leonard's love child wants to know if uh, Winnipeg fans are Western Canadian buggers. Strick has named them the Lonely, lonely Canadians. Because we said country buggers are the Predator fans. Yes. We asked Strick. You were out last week. Said what about Winnipegans? And he said they're Lonely Canadians. Yep. I said okay. We'll That's what we call that. Is it fair, though, to call Nashville fans country buggers? Sure. I feel like yes. When you say that, though, to me it, it strikes you more as, like, Appalachia, West Virginia. I feel like Nashville is a pretty cosmopolitan town. You know what I'm saying? Now, but it, it's now, like but it's not like a redneck fan base. No, but it's always the home base of country music, too. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, though. I think it works. I know what you're saying. It's become a really hip city. It's not this backwoods place that country buggers sort of – intimates and it's an insult so therefore we like it love it uh and also i stand by the fact that shingles <laughs> is about five percent funny okay but what i was pointing out with tony is like wait till you get it then oh, i will going, get it now you're getting yours I'm now charlie you're not allowed to be out that day by the way now Karma. that you said that so friend of the show willie springer uh said that ron jacober had it at the same time and he and tony did several segments talking about shingles oh. but unfortunately willie played the wrong clip <laughs> because uh, well, I'm sorry, that was supposed to be Tony. I will never talking. not laugh at your Roger Cobra. Okay, okay. <laughs> hold on a second. I think this is, listen, really quick. I think got, believe it or a, not, we have a lot to get to. No, we don't. No, I do. I got to. Okay, but this is stuff. important. We have good stuff. This is important, and it's good, not because I brought it up, because it's from the text line, and I think it's, it's an interesting comparison. Somebody just texted in, Ulysses S. Grant, and he says, how about that whole deal? It's a picture of Bob Costas from the Olympics when he had pink eye. Now, again, we all love Bob Costas. Are you a masochist? And you feel really bad for him. There's nothing funny about that either. What is with you in taking pleasure in other people's pain? Again, it's 5% funny. When did this start? It's 5% funny. Anybody been uh, maimed or murdered today? Chuck would <laughs> needs a good laugh. Again, again, <laughs> good laugh. Nothing to do with serious crimes. Chuck watches or, the Grizzly Man and no. laughs. <laughs> the Grizzly <No>. got him. <laughs> These are not serious, life-threatening injuries. They're about five percent. Uh, All right, next week, next week, Tony altering. Talk. 
right out of the gate. Tony shingles, fun or not? First of all, that's the first. You part. are one hundred percent a liar because if I had shingles, you would make fun well, of you, me. You, yes. you would make fun well, of me different. constantly if that's I had shingles, different. and you know that's true. Well, if it's you, or if I had pink eye, you would make fun of me via text, social media, and in person. Non-stop. If you had pink eye, we'd tell you to leave. That's contagious. All right, so I brought that up. Like, I didn't want to be corrector guy when it's Tony. It's his segment, you know, and I'm like, it is kind of important what my name is as opposed to him calling me Dan. But then we thought it was funny, so we left it in. Can we have him call you a different name every week? I said at the end, what am I going to be next week, Bernie or Joe or whomever? Al. Yeah. By the way, he met Bruce Hornsby because of Rex Hudler. I just love the randomness of of all these. (laughs) So you don't want to be corrector guy. You've pointed that out to me. You want to be. No, but you don't want to be corrector guy and then be wrong, okay? So Hockey Bob, friend of some shows, actually tweeted at us and basically said, hey, idiots, we're talking about the place with the throwing rolls. He said it's Lamert's. It's not a B. This I isn't think the airport. No, but the joke is it's – I think he's joking. Is it pronounced that way? I think it's called Lambert's, but, you know, Lamb, L-A-M. B, the animal. What am I holding up? Lambert's, Lambert's Cafe. With a B. I call it Lambert's Cafe. Is he joking, saying that you should pronounce it like a like the animal lamb, like a lamb chop? Like Lambert's. Lambert's. Like that you should be saying it, Lambert's. Yes. I'm, I think he's joking. But it is. It's Lambert's, not Lambert's. Uh, not named after any airport. No B, but it is spelled with a B. So, corrector guy may want to clarify. And before we get to another chalk hot take, we should mention. What other disease do you find funny? We should mention. Not only is the XFL coming to St. Louis, Jonathan Hayes officially introduces the new head coach. Jeff Fisher mm. named head coach of the Houston XFL team, which means coach will be coming back to the Dome. When is the, the NFL just released their schedule? When does the XFL release their schedule? I so we're going to need to circle that date when Houston. I might go to that game when Houston comes to St. Louis. The opener? I, I might go to that game. And the immediate question is, what is the ten game equivalent of seven and nine? It's four and six, isn't it? Hundred percent has to be. Yeah, four and six. Five nine of the fan well represented at that press conference. By the way, David Salvin, Joe Roderick, and Doug Vaughn are all there. Oh my! Triple coverage here, Martin. Because you brought it up, I did read an article the other day. Good for you. And it was basically discussing the fact that people that that try to critique grammar, everyone hates them. And I agree with that. Now, sometimes if you're on TV or radio, and our goal is to, even though we joke around, to get out correct information, sometimes we will say the wrong thing. And it's important to correct so that people out there know the proper information. I feel like that guy's taking a shot at his editor. But my point is, overall, if you're a social media person or in person when you're at a dinner party with your friends and you are the constant corrector person, they might not say that in person, but everyone hates you. I just want you to know that. Okay, wow. this, oh is good, this is a and good – And I hope you get shingles. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what happened to you? you had the this night is the new off. me. This is the new me, okay? You were crushing beers with your mom, except she wasn't there. You were drinking her, her You were portion. drinking for her. Yes. <laughs> Eating chocolate bunnies. Am I wrong, though? Everybody off. hates corrector person. 100%. Grammar Nazi. That's why just stop. I, that's why. No one likes you. Every once in a while on the radio. Like, if you said tonight, hey, I know the Blues are playing the Oilers, and this is a big game. Jets. You wonder if you should say something for the people in their car that are going, these guys don't even know who they're playing. Yeah. Sometimes I think you have to. That's what I just said. You, right. So if you said, hey, Wainwright pitched a great game. Like, eh, it was Waka. You don't want to be that guy, but sometimes for the audience's sake, you have to. But if you're the well-actually guy, meaning everything you one say, upper, one upper. here's my story well. that's a little bit better. Go home. No one likes you. Depends on what oh your status God. is. And when you leave, we're all going to talk about you behind your back. 
just for the next 20 okay. days. If you're a veteran, you don't get corrected. That's fair. I, Mike Shannon was interviewing La Russa. Juan Encarnacion was on the team. He was down in the minors. And I give Tony all the credit in the world. Mike's doing the interview, and he goes, so uh, tell me about Concepcion. A slight pause. Well, he's down in, in Springfield. Well, that day was a real great <laughs> yeah, shortstop. Exactly. I'll tell you, our guy, Encarnacion, there's a way I guess you can spin yeah, it. But you could just hear the slight pause. He's like, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to roll with it and move <laughs> on. But Charlie has revealed something via mm. Twitter, Uh-oh. and it made me think about all of my exchanges with him. It's a funny thought, and it was sent out as a tweet, that when people say, yes, hey, can you come by later? Can you grab this, pick this up? Can you pull that cut off, whatever? Yes. Yeah. Means yes. When somebody texts back and says, sure, it oh. means yes, but also blank you. No, I say sure a lot. I don't. I think it's true. Sure is very I, passive. Sure is not like, passive. No. And then and then I started thinking, how many times have I said to Charlie, "Hey, what about this tomorrow? You can run by." What I was like, sure. And now I'm going, oh, you've actually opened my eyes to our exchanges. Uh-huh. How many times have you Stop. said sure? Don't flip this because you do that. <laughs> and Zach Choate, great guy at Fox too, even brought that up. And the tweet is from Alex Bays, who's a very um, popular and successful comedy writer, and he says, yes means yes, sure means yes, but also bleep you. And I do agree <laughs> no, that it's it does no, no, no. Sure is I will do it, but I really don't want to. That's what it means. That's what yes so means, yes. too. No, no. Yes is I'm happy to do it. Sure is I don't want to do it, but I will screw you. Wow. Is I think sure, that's accurate. I say sure a lot. Jim, what do you think? Uh, you're making me think because I've received sure texts from yeah. other people before. Now, now, you're, un- going, now you're unpacking all this. Wait, wait, wait a minute. My yeah. mom just said sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. I, some people just say sure instead of yes. I mean, there are people who say sure, sure, sure. But if they're going sure. I think yeah, especially in the media world when you need something from somebody like, hey, is there any way you can stop by the show on Friday? Hey, can we do an interview next Tuesday? And like, uh, sure. Yeah. That's those, like, uh, I don't really want to do But it. you're attaching the tone to it. What if it's, sure. I don't know. I okay. disagree. No, but that's where I've said this many times. This many is sides. Martin attaching his own pessimistic attitude towards no, the world. This no, this is I Charlie's think this problem, is, not Hold mine. on. <laughs> I think this is an important and interesting conversation, though, in this new world of text and social media that we live. Because now I feel like, seriously here, exclamation points and punctuation and emojis mean almost as much or more than the actual words. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you respond yes with an exclamation point yes. and a 100 and a thumbs up, or you could say sure, Question and that's mark. just kind of like it, it, it opens the other person up for kind of trying to interpret. Is that like a passive-aggressive, I don't want to do it? You know what I'm saying? Correct. In fact, yesterday I was at Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois. I had to Fast meet with Eddie's. Eddie and go over a few things. Love it up there. God, I'd, Seriously. <laughs> And he said, didn't you promise to bring a bunch of people with? And I said, well, we promised. And then I, <laughs> I said, I that, that. that's well, in the works. I that's in the works. Yeah, he it's called in the works for said, uh, 12 months. I said, we, we were going to bring a bunch of old people. My producer said no. And he said, no, no, we love everybody. I, put this on me. You did say no old people. He said the 80-year, 90-year said, bring them up. He said, they'll have young grandkids. Oh, okay. There you go. But I was texting. I was at a stop sign so I could do it. Ah. And look at these emojis here. So thumbs up is thumbs right up. there. The, I hit the, one, the one below it is the big bug-eyed thing. Yeah. So it made no sense. Thumbs up was like, you got it. I'll see you shortly. And instead, I hit the wrong one, and it's that weird face. 
And then how do you walk? Well, sorry, uh, I meant to not. Uh, I'll see you soon. Never mind. By the way, I had a half-pound fat Eddie burger with mm. cheese. Did you do full Strobinger? I did not do uh, the full Strobinger. I've been cutting back I? a little lately, but I got a half-pound fat Eddie burger with fries, and it was $3.32. and like thirty-two cents. Did you have a coupon? Unbelievable. I did not have a coupon. <laughs> I saw, actually, the full Strobinger, meaning Brad Strobinger, at the skate on Tuesday because he, what do you call it, moonlights, freelances a little bit for the MLB Network and now the NHL Network. Back oh, in the biz. Oh, does he? I back did in not the know that. Wow, he's back in? Good guy. Thank Why? God he's got some free time. He says he, he loves his job and he loves his schedule. Okay. Well, he doesn't seem to do much Yeah. with his job. That's fair. He stopped by a remote for like an hour and a half once. We asked him what he did, and he said, ah, he's work from home. And, and he didn't leave? Else. Yeah, it it's like Brad Beal. <laughs> We're like, hey, thanks for coming. He was there an hour later. Now, this was back when our show was 12 to 3, but it seemed like on any given weekday, it didn't matter what was going on. If we asked Straubs, hey, can you come here from 12 to 3? Sure. He always could. Like, there was never anything he actually had to do. I'd like to know more about his transition because he went from working for uh, in television to the Federal Reserve, which it seems like I don't like know if an, we're supposed to say it, but yes. An awkward transition or like a, uh, an unusual one. How about? 12 to 3. I think it was called the Coveted Hours. Coveted Hours. Back today. Fast Eddie's, uh, not far from here, in fact, where we are in Florissant, hanging at the Schnooks, getting people in the Eastern mood by talking about burping at restaurants and cutting yep. off the head of chocolate bunnies. <laughs> we have got you <laughs> ready for Easter. Fast Eddie's such a great place. I went out to the patio area, and he said, did I tell you guys we had a retractable roof one day? And I said, well, we were we were kind of joking about it. He said, well, you know it's not retractable. I said, I get it. We're it's just fine. making stuff up. Yeah. You head on up to Fast huh. Eddie's. I guarantee you will leave there in a good mood. If you're in a bad mood, that's okay. If you're Brad Straub and you've got all kinds of time, you're going to sit there all day and order the entire menu, you won't be disappointed. i got to tell you, I, I probably could have had another half-pound fat Eddie Burr. I didn't, but I could have. Wow. Outstanding food, and the prices haven't changed in years. Alton, Illinois, not far at all. In fact, I had to go downtown from there, hopped right on Route 3, easier to get to than you think. <laughs> the menu is outstanding, and they've got live music going every single day, seven days a week. Doors open at 1 o'clock. Head on up to Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois. The Bon Air is a true experience. People people agree with me with the whole thing that some <laughs> maladies are about 5% funny. Okay? And this is a good example. On the text Stop line, 855-282-8255. The Hills have thighs. He says, my old man gets the gout a few times a year. <laughs> Why are you laughing at this? And we all laugh the in his face. Pain. And we all laugh in his face about it while he limps around in pain. And again, if it's your dad, now Rich Gould gets gout every once in a Do while. Do you laugh at him when he has gout? But he kind of makes jokes about it. And well, again, it's kind of a drinking thing and an <laughs> eating okay. thing. So you could probably say, well, you did this. To your, I've had it in the past. Listen. Say you did it to yourself. My dad loves to uh, enjoy a beer and some meat and cheese. And again, it's 5% funny with people that you love to kind of laugh at their expense. I don't think gout and shingles are on the same timeline because there's a spectrum. Yeah, I, I, there's a spectrum. Many sides. Many sides. I just want to like do a Google a list of diseases and just ask Chuck what percent funny each one is. Has the has the script flipped? Is now Charlie? Is he a worse person than me? Yes. I think How about so. this though? Carl that kills people just texted in. It's oh, murder good, funny. Good. Six one eighty says, <laughs> "Effing love Marlo. Suck it, Buzz Killcoin." Ooh, Buzz Kilcoin. I like that. But I you are read. laughing at I like pain. now that is that's funny. I just read the text. Buzz Kilcoin. A lot of Schadenfreude there, Chuck. Um, I stand by my premise. I, I agree with you. Okay, thank you because we're nice people on this side of the table, Chuck. That's Schnooks fine. has everything you need for the Easter weekend. It's Holy Thursday. You've got a couple of days to prepare 
You can get some of that Frick's ham. It is freaking good. There's no doubt about it. We sampled it last week. And you got all the Easter candy, the baskets. If you want to be kind of lazy about it, just have the basket pre-made. They've got that done here. There's a basketball in it. And the pharmacy, as they were explaining, get your spring cleaning done, a little housekeeping, get your vaccines. Schnook's also a great sponsor of the high school athlete. (laughs) Get the shingles vaccine. Make sure you don't get it. That's how it started. That's how the whole conversation started. And, yes, shingles is serious. Get it treated here at Schnook's. Thanks, Chuck. It is not a laughing matter. There's a soccer ball in that that bag over there. Hey, Pete. Means we're getting the uh, MLS tulips. Yeah, and we should mention the Cardinals did beat the Brewers. Christian Yelich did not homer yesterday. Waka did play well, pitch well, but the Cardinals still don't have a starter who's recording an out in the seventh inning this year. Ozuna hit his eighth homer. I think he's got six and six games, four in the last four games. Fowler had a couple of more hits. To yeah. be fair, now I think it's three straight games with a couple of hits. Paul his, D had his four. His exit velocity is increasing or off the bat, so that's it's over eighty. It was in the seventies not too long ago. So that's Cards, that's encouraging. Nine game homestand begins tomorrow. We'll get more into it uh, on five ninety baseball tomorrow. Oh absolutely save all the big yeah. stuff for that. <laughs> Colin Burns also has just absolutely horrible numbers with his fastball, yet he still loves to throw ninety five mile an hour fastballs right down the middle, even if he's ahead 0-2 or 1-2, which is an interesting strategy that I appreciated watching as a, a Cardinals enthusiast. At least Lance Lynn threw a good fastball when he threw it and 60 because 70% of the time. He, that, because the pitcher was so bad, it got Cato Kalen going again on Twitter. He's just like, in, he's insane Brewer You can't fan. be that mad if you're a Brewer fan right now. I'm sorry. They're too good to be that yes, mad. I agree. Yes. And real quick, I know we have to get to the end of the day, but – we bring up the fact that it took us till 12.53 to talk positive about the Cardinals. We had However, to laugh at diseases first. I understand. But when things are going negative on radio and social media, we talk about it way more. And I saw before yesterday, everybody thinks the starting rotation is going to be god-awful for the whole season. And I just think to myself, we're 10% of the way into the season. Do you honestly think that the Flaherty's of the world, I'm not saying Miles Michaels will be as good as last year, do you really think all of these guys are going to be as bad as they've been? They've, they've played half their games at Miller Park, a couple other at a trampoline in Mexico. Let things normalize when you've played half your games at Bush and half your games in some pitcher parks and some hitters parks. Let's wait till Memorial Day. I'm not worried that the Cardinals rotation is going to be god awful. I feel like people plates? are no people are going crazy though, right? But the rotation been a disappointment. But it's you don't been have 16 to. Sixteen games, right? Bad. You don't have to flip out. I get it. I get it. So the Cards win that game. I'm sorry we didn't get to it sooner. Charlie was doing some comedy about people that have shingles. I apologize. Charlie's gonna go to a hospital after this and let's point and laugh at patients. <laughs> no, like I said. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> like I said, there's a spectrum. There's very, very serious injuries that are not a laughing matter. Gout. I will laugh at that. Yes. Our top story tonight, Charlie Marlowe is doing the news. We, we have got murder <laughs> and mayhem all across town. <laughs> all right, time for the uh, end of the day. Uh, That's funny. Okay. okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. Good show. Was it? Maybe this is why Rennie didn't include us as people you must follow. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I had a lot of responses crafted for that one, but I didn't send them out there. Why not? Send them now. Well, I love Rennie. Rennie's Rennie's, my boy. Rennie said something to the effect, hey, if you're a true St. Louis sports fan, you really need to follow these folks. And it was like Frank Cusimano, Jim Thomas. He works with Frank, so it makes sense that he would include I've him. already forgotten. Randy Carricker and a handful of others were like, I almost said, and if you want to follow information on socks, you Ooh, should follow Rennie. Wow. But I didn't. I do love Rennie, though. Of course, hurt. of course. He just uh, great it was guy. an omission, I'm sure. Dexter Fowler in his last seven games. 
370, 414 See? on base, and a 444 slugging. It deserves to be pointed out that he's been playing better because we talk about him all the time when he's not hitting well. Uh, your prediction tonight, Blues, Jets. <sighs> I honestly think they'll lose, I but I hope I'm wrong. Gosh. Like a, this screams 2-1 or one nothing, doesn't it? Painful, a Close tights. game. Bennington plays well, just not yeah. well enough. Okay. We talked about this yesterday on the morning after. I understand this is more of a of a fan and 50 years of torture narrative, but don't you feel like they kind of missed the boat on just grabbing yes. Winnipeg by the throat, and oh. now you could see this thing Stabbing them going the, the opposite nice direction? Pit. It just it I feels don't like want Winnipeg that to happen. has got some true upswing in their game. It, Jimmy, you've been yes. following it. Don't you Absolutely. think? Absolutely. I mean, that, that's an objective thought that, hey, boy, Winnipeg looks like they've kind of got it going. I do. Uh I was thinking that going into overtime. I was sitting there talking to somebody who was watching the game with us. I don't have a good feeling here. I'm sitting here waiting for the inevitable. They score, they lose. I think they're going to lose 3-2 tonight, and then you try and get that win and force, and force a game seven and see what Would happens. you take a game seven right now? 100%. If you're, yeah, absolutely. Oh, gosh. 100%. Yeah. Would you? Okay. The end of that game, Bennington made two or three saves. It easily could have been 3-1. Yep. And then at the end of the game, with about 340 left, the Blues have a power play and basically don't even generate one legitimate chance. And then when you were in the lead, when that other team ties it and you go to overtime, that, that team that just tied it has all the momentum in the world, Absolutely. and it was just over quick. Down to our rink reporter, Charlie Marlowe. We saw so-and-so limp off the ice. Guys, he's got a lacerated <laughs> kidney. Oh, wow, that's disturbing. Is that yeah. lower body? And so-and-so is, is also body? fractured his ankle. Back to you. See, again, nope. you always take it nope. way further nope. because I said there are serious injuries. <laughs> and there are injuries you can joke about. That's and I stand by that. I've never been more confident in my take than that take right there. All right, uh, that's the end of the day. Who's a guy last week I heard was a Connor or somebody saying it's funny. I had shingles. <laughs> I, I disagree. Can you ask Tony about it? I will. Next? I will. Ask him what percent funny it was when we had it. I don't know if I okay. can bring that up. Ask it like this. <laughs> when you had shingles, did any of your buddies or the players kind of joke a little bit with you? No, but there was this TV reporter who did. Yeah, <laughs> he did have a line when he talked about pitching approach. He said, "When they disagree, you go. I got the office. You got the locker." And I said, "Do you really? Did you use that line?" He goes, "Oh yeah, all the time." I like that. So when they disagree, you just say, "I got the office. You got the locker." But Tony, uh, how, how painful was it? Was some jerk TV reporter asked me what made Matt Holiday. I don't so know if I mean day. I think I can bring Won't anything up. hundred percent. That's why I, people love Tony. You can bring up anything. Ask me I, who's catching today. You could ask him his favorite, way, his favorite Easter candy, and he would yeah. he would talk about it for ten minutes. By the way, and we're we're like hanging up here. She goes, "Yeah, another thing. Uh, we're gonna go see Santana. He's playing in uh, St. Petersburg at Al Lang Field for the Cardinals." You're talking oh, like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I said, "How are you going to that?" He goes, "Well, I just texted the percussionist. I'm like, this is unbelievable." <laughs> <laughs> I, said, oh, I, I said, "That's the, I said, tambourine that's, player. That's the lead story." <laughs> the guy with the maracas. Uh, two men and a truck, great place to go for work or your moving needs. Uh, next career move with two men and a truck. They're now hiring motivated movers and drivers, supervisors. Two men and a truck is perfect. If you're a college student looking for a summer job or if you need some flexibility, visit uh, careers.twomenandatruck.com for more information. If I ever have a comic strip that I put together, you know, in my retired years, I think it's going to be called Buzz Killcoin. I love gonna be that. Sitting I like, like that. a keyboard. Hey, it's the latest here from Buzz Kilcoin. And don't forget to get social <laughs> tomorrow with Cam Jansen because uh, you can win tickets. Go to off Rivas Barracks Road, the social bar and grill, where uh, Cam Jansen and uh, the Hardline will be giving away 
Blues tickets uh, for game six, a guaranteed game six. That will be on Sunday? Sunday at 6 o'clock, I believe. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday at 6 Saturday. o'clock. Saturday Plugged at 6 in. o'clock, thank you. <laughs> in uh, Tacoma? <laughs> that's where the other social bar is. Uh, but, no, they'll be up. it's a raffle. They will give away the uh, the tickets after the Cam Jansen Show, 4265 Rebus Barracks Road. They'll be there from 2 to 4 at the Hard Line and again from 5 to 6 with the Cam Jansen Show. We are up against but don't forget Mark Milton again. STLTaxLawyer.com. If you have any interest with the IRS, he is the guy to contact. Once again, the choice of an attorney is an important decision. It should not be based solely upon advertising right at Woodlawn in Manchester. You can go get your taxes taken care of because we should pay those every year. We'll get you. And then you can go and watch us outside the window at the Kirkwood Brewhouse. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, everybody, here at the Schnooks on Charbonnier. Schnooks for all your Easter needs. It's Thursday. you got a couple of days to get things taken care of. Chuck, great show. Great job, buddy. I love this we show. We learned a lot about you today. I'm going to give it. Seriously, a 10 out of 10. Whoa. Because I enjoyed it, and I laughed a lot, and that's all I care about. I'll review the text later at 855-282-8255. Whatever, was, buzz, kill, coin. Was it a 10? <laughs> that's going to live on. Yeah. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> you better believe and it. And the fact that you laugh at people in pain is also. Just certain kinds of pain. Gonna live. Oh, okay, there's a whole Just spectrum. little kind of little pains. Hey, guys, it's Lamberts. Okay, thanks, <laughs> thanks to Jimmy Hewer. What are you doing? Hoff, Chuck, we got to uh, get out of here. It's go the hard line next. Yeah.